welcome to the Junior Senior Two Views podcast. It's Saturday, the 21st of January, 2023, and we're in episode 128. Let's mm-hmm. get started. Let's get started. Uh, Buccaneers, Cowboys. Jeez, we may have... If that's Tom Brady's last ever playoff game, that was a sad, wet fart of a finish. <laughs> My the goodness. The wettest of farts. That was, that, that was horrible. Oof. That was... That was just like Oof. they the Buccaneers just got out outplayed. Oof. Like they were just like they had no answers for the Cowboys offense. None. None. Zero. Even their defense couldn't do much. And that's what the Buccaneers usually were relying on this season. And just the play calling on the Buccaneers side was pretty bad as well. Um Todd Bowles, I think he <laughs> Yeah. Is Poop he a, Bowles. Is he a guy that probably goes this offseason? Maybe. Because um, he hasn't really done a whole lot much good. Okay. If Brady stays, he probably wants him gone. All right. So, what say you? What say me is, I think it's less about the Buccaneers, and I'm holding back the vomit, as I say it, more about the Cowboys. Yeah. Because the Cowboys played a flawless game. They yeah. got, they yeah, didn't, they did. look, they didn't they really did. get to Brady. They, they sacked him a couple times, but they got in his face. They got him irritated. They got him passing the ball. Short. They're gonna pass the ball. Well, outside. Well, let's not let's not make any bones about it. Outside of Tristan Wirfs, the Bucks' offensive line is pretty weak because you had Ali Marpet retiring right last at the end of last. But besides that, the Buccaneers couldn't run the ball. So what do you do? Yeah, that's why Brady threw for over seven hundred times a season Mm -hmm. because uh, there's no running game. So Dallas shut that down. Because they've got no run blocking. They shut that down, right? Yeah. And then for the first couple of series, you saw Tampa Bay shut Dallas down. Dallas took Tampa Bay. But then things opened up. Play action. Dak got open. He started throwing the ball down the field, and Buccaneers couldn't handle it. So, And the funny thing was, in all fairness, the second half, at some point, the Buccaneers started speeding up and going with no huddle. Yeah. It actually worked, but it was too late. It was way, it was too, way late. too late. The so game, The game was lost. It was way too late. Then. Is this the last game for Brady? I don't know. I don't think so. I think I, I feel like he's still got that itch to scratch. Right, but ball, you're gonna scratch but. it in Vegas and go up against what three of the best quarterbacks for the next? You know, two, I don't think he's gonna go times. to Vegas. I think he maybe signs signs one more year with the Bucks. Honestly, I don't think so. The Bucks. I mean, the Bucks are praying for that because I know yeah. Blaine Gabbert's like, please, please, please. Blaine Gabbert. I don't want to be a starting quarterback. Blaine, Blaine Gabbert. I don't want to be a starting quarterback. I was starting quarterback the Jaguars. That was a disaster. Choose between Blaine Gabbert and Kyle Trask. Oh well. So take your, take your pick. And they fired. They fired. Uh, you know, they fired Leftwich. So he's gone. Leftwich. Yeah. So he, you know, I mean, yeah. and, and if you're the Jets, sorry, and throwing it out there, hire this guy now. Something crazy about Leftwich is he went from a hot coaching prospect last offseason to fired from his OC job yeah, but with the, the Bucks. Look, I mean, you can't always blame the coordinator. Personnel wasn't yeah. the same. Yeah, the personnel, personnel do the job. Yeah. All right, next. Personnel wasn't great. Next. Of course, we have. We should have put this story first. Let's let's, let's take our victory lap we real really, quick. I'm not going to do a lap. I'll get too tired. I'm just going to sit and imagine myself doing a victory lap oh around my neighborhood. God. As the New York that Giants, day, that day I was doing a victory. As lap. the New York Giants handled business, as most betters and most gamblers set, thought, they handled it. As they beat the Vikings. Who's, who's the coach again that said they are who we thought they were? Den- the late Dennis Green. Dennis Green. They are who they thought we were. And he slammed down the yeah. You got it. And I, I was telling you about the Vikings all season long. They are fraudulent. 
I don't care about any sort of record. Yep. I don't care the talent on their team. Yep. I don't care about nothing. Yep. This is who they are. Okay. This is what they do. The Vikings <laughs> are constantly fraudulent. Every single time you expect something yes. out of them, uh-huh. ask a Vikings fan. Yeah. Ask any Vikings fan. Yeah. They have no expectations for their team any year. So, as a side note, as, I, as I'm, I'm at work watching a, 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 a co-worker, who remain nameless, <laughs> uh, a Vikings fan, pensive, in our video meeting, looking at his phone, knowing that the Vikings were, were trailing yeah. and knowing they were trailing with my beloved yeah. Giants. So... I understand. Look, a couple of things that killed Minnesota, right? The third the third and one jet play they did with Jefferson passing back to Cousins. It was stupid. That was it weird. was never going to work. And what shot them in the foot? Settling for a field goal on a fourth and one because the offensive lineman was off sides, which made it four yeah. and six. That killed them. So that killed momentum. But that doesn't matter. Daniel Jones... The first quarterback to throw for three hundred and run for seven. Oh, he was he was brilliant. He Dan- was he on had, point. Daniel Jones had the game of his life. He Every had the game of third, his career. Yeah, and let's not let's not let's give special mention to um, Isaiah Budgens, the wide receiver. As, well, oh, that was a catch. Isaiah, that yeah, catch yeah, was, Isaiah. That I, catch, I, didn't get, I probably didn't was, get his name right. Speaking of wideouts, that was almost... Hodgins. Hodgins, yeah, that's Isaiah it. Isaiah Hodgins. Isaiah that, Hodgins, sorry about that. Speaking of wideouts, that was almost a disaster. Slayton dropped no. a oh, yeah. clean, no. clean yeah, cross route, that was, and that, that could have sunk yeah. the Giants. Of course. That could have sunk them. But thank God they, the Giants put in a good defensive stop. And Cousins threw a check down on a four. Yeah, check it down. Check it down. <laughs> check it down, Kurt. Yeah, you like that? You like that, right, Kurt? So check, Why would you throw a check? Look, Cousins didn't play that bad. He had a decent game. <laughs> of course he the did. De- the defense was awful well, for the Vikings. They, ironically, the defensive coordinator has been fired. So yeah, now, but, back to the drawing board. Also, Last in the league. Speaking of defense... What the hell was that roughing the passer call oh, on that horrible. on that last what a Viking horrible track. call? That was a hor. I was telling you, I, what I kind saw of call it. It was, was horrible. That? Dexter Lawrence apparently touching the quarterback's roughing was the Washington. passer. It wasn't Lawrence. No, Dex- Dexter Lawrence on was it Lawrence. Dexter Lawrence right. on Cousins. Okay. he touched his damn helmet and barely threw him to the ground and somehow roughing the passer and that made it that that pushed the Vikings forward. All right. And that could have been the kill. That could have been a call that won them the game off of something's ridiculous. All right, next one. Yeah. Bills and Dolphins. You talk about escape artists. Oh, escape my artistry. Lord. Where to start oh, with that? Oh my lord. The Bills played with their food heavily. Heavily so. And the sad thing is for Miami, if you had two a healthy, you would win this game. But this is karma for all the stuff that you were doing with Tua earlier in the year with all the concussions he was suffering. Mm. And even late in the year. So this is karma for all of that. It's coming back to bite you. And I think there are going to be serious questions asked about that this offseason. Other than that, the Miami Dolphins played a decent game. Yes, it said more about the Bills sort of playing down to their competition than anything. But they played a good game. Skylar Thompson handled himself decently behind a ragtag offensive line. And the weapons they had, Hill had a decent game. Waddle had a good game. Gasicki had a good game. Like, the Dolphins carried themselves well, but the Bills had talent bail them out in the end. So, turnovers, turnovers, turnovers killed the Bills, which is why the score was... What it was at half. Yes. Okay? 
Um, Josh got, Allen was doing way too much, by the way. No, and 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 I'll say I'll say this much. I think I, I honestly believe they were. Yeah, I believe they were just not focusing on things that were making. They silly were looking. Mistakes. They were looking past them, the Dolphins. But I'll tell you this: Mike McDaniel did some horrible coaching. At one point in the second half, Miami was up. They yep. were leading by by field goal. Mm-hmm. They were pinned back on their side, and they were third and eighteen. They decided to bomb it down the field, and guess what? Interception, which put Buffalo back to get the touchdown yeah. to take the lead. That so was horrible coaching. I don't know. And and what was the, the play was clock? It, wait, hold on. The was play it, clock. Hold on, hold on. Was it third and eighteen? Third and eighteen. They decided to air it out. And air it out. They got picked off, and it was Buffalo's ball going back. This was in the second why not, half. Why not just run the of ball? Of course, and it was stupid. Why not just run it? And, and they burned timeouts just because the play clock. They weren't able to get up on the line and snap the ball on time. So they they shot themselves in the foot. Yeah, they did. Not to say Miami would have gone any further after that. But they uh, the a, Bulls are very fortunate they got out of that game. They, very. The Dolphins had a chance to win. Of course. And if you had two, you would have won that game. All right, so next. Close that. Yep. The San Diego, L.A., whatever you want to call them, Chargers, the, the, choked the big one, didn't they? Oh, my Choked goodness. the big one down in like, Jacksonville. You can take this, the Chargers out of San Diego, but you can't take the San Diego out of the Chargers. <laughs> Seriously, man. What the hell was that? Mm. I've, said it for week, I've said it for weeks now that I was suspect about Brandon Staley, mm-hmm. and now I can confirm it. He's an absolute – he has no idea what the hell he's doing. Yeah. He has no he I'm sorry, I know I say coaches need to be fired a lot, but he seriously needs to go. <laughs> that was a ridiculous performance. Mm. What kind of what kind of calls was he making during this game? What was he saying in the locker room to get these guys completely mentally checked out? And what caused Joey Bosa to have the biggest meltdown I've ever seen? If you walk a few more yards and slam your helmet on the sideline, mm. you save your Done. team a penalty Done. and you probably win the game. Done. But in my opinion, the Chargers will lose in that game regardless of a Bosa meltdown yeah. or not. Yeah. So five, Although there were a couple of bad calls on Bosa. So five turnovers in the first half alone for the Chargers, four of which were Trevor Lawrence throwing picks. And so you think... And the Chargers made them pay each time. Yes. They made them pay each time, which is fine. Um, something about the lack, a couple of things. The Chargers stopped running it in the second half. I don't know what happened there. And suddenly, the defense went to bed. They started falling asleep and they went to bed. So, also, I, I, you know, yeah. you know who could have helped you stem the tide on offense? Mike Williams. Uh-huh. And what did you do? You injured him inadvertently by yeah. starting by putting in your starters for fifty-five minutes in a meaningless game when you had the fifth seed locked up. What the hell are you doing, Staley? Right. So, I mean, they fired Lombardi, the OC, but obviously that's they kept to- Staley. I'm sorry, that's so. a token gesture. Yeah, Lombardi deserved to go. His yeah. calling was di- ridiculous, but I think this speaks to a bigger. He's more of a symptom than anything. Mm-hmm. I think Staley's the main problem here. Okay. Like over, the, like last year, I was willing to give him a pass. And because of his over analytical, you got approach. Cliff. You're not gonna get Brandon right now. You got yeah, Cliff. I got you got a scout for those season. You got your scout. He, that no, was Cliff Kingsbury. I'm sorry, you were praying this, he was going. This, and he this, got where he gone. But he's this, so much to the point, you sent him away. He's gone. This, but this, this performance. You're telling me this performance deserves another year. Mm. But Spanos is gonna keep him. He's gonna keep him because he's spineless. Okay. All right. Yeah. Next Go one. Ahead. Ravens. Bengals. Another uh, one that 
Cincinnati could have lost. It sort of got away from it. And once again, it's just like the Dolphins situation. If you had Lamar, you probably would have won. But um, the the Bengals were giving you chances to win, uh, but you didn't capitalize. Huntley was limited, and he is limited as a quarterback because he's a backup. That's what he is. There's not a lot he could do there. And why wasn't – and he let's just give some context here. Greg Roman's been fired since. He's gone. Why Another was, one's gone. Why wasn't he running the ball enough with J.K. Dobbins? And right. J.K. Dobbins lost has recently it. He lost gone it. on Twitter yeah, and it. complained about he lost it. it. And I don't blame him. Yeah, I, didn't I don't make blame him. First of all, that – that changed. A, that that took the air out of the game. That was it. That was the one yeah. play that finished it off. Because that would have put Baltimore in front, twenty four seventeen, and then they would have won the game. It's a run heavy offense. Why are you not using your top running back in a situation where you need to? Which led to uh, look. I don't blame the call of a QB sneak. I think that was a smart. No, play. but it, it's and, how it was constructed. Yeah, and how it was constructed was bad. Yeah, bad. I don't blame the QB sneak. I think it was a bang bang play by by. The, the Bengals to get the ball out and Hubbard got it and returned it for yeah, the Yeah, yeah, but I mean, but, but we knew that they would have scored. But, it yeah, in. but how it was constructed was horrible. Why not give it to your best running back? It doesn't make any sort of sense. And I was calling for Rome. I, I was saying Roman might be on the block as well, and now he's gone. <laughs> See, you think it, and it happens. Look at that. You got, I manifest it. You, you manifest it. It's I'm the just, secret. It's, uh, I'm just like Mystic Mac, Conor McGregor. I predict these things. There you go. So, yeah, that was a the quarterback sneak wasn't to me the problem. It was how it was constructed. Yes. He was basically on a pyramid, standing up, didn't cross the line. It did the show the replay did not break the plane, and then he had the ball out here because he's yeah. trying to stick the ball it over. Was, but it was it. a bang bang play. But this is great. this is typical of what the playoffs has brought is teams who have played each other three times. Yeah. So hence and hence the Ravens and Bengals third time playing. They know each other. And the Bengals struggle against the Ravens' defense. Yeah. But the Bengals got lucky. We know this because Joe Burrow didn't have a great game. However, you, so. do, you do have to be good enough to go into those situations. This is what the Bengals proved to us last year. Yeah. You have to be good enough to go into those situations and capitalize. And that's what they did in this game. They're mm-hmm. good at going into those situations. And I think they could do something next week, this right. coming week. So lastly in our wild card recap, we have the Seahawks and the Niners. Seahawks, Niners. Uh, Purdy is, uh, I think he's him. Uh, Purdy had a really good game. It is against the Seahawks, who are uh, overachieved, but he had a very good game, and and he just played very, very efficiently. This was sort of, um, the Niners gave, uh, got a scare from their division rival all game long. Mm-hmm. And, it, and look, I was, I'll hold my hands up. I was wrong about Carroll. I was wrong about Carroll. I thought he was past it. Mm-hmm. And he's he's gotten more out of less this year. So okay. I'll hold my hands up and okay. say I was wrong about Carroll. All right. So the first half, Seattle played flawless. Yeah. No penalties, no turnovers. They were playing them. They were playing the 49ers tight. In the first half, Brock Purdy struggled. Brock Purdy's first playoff game, and it's fair to say, rookie quarterback, Mr. Relevant, played a bit skittish. And throws but weren't in on the point. second half, the second half, came alive. everything happened. He came alive. A big turnover because the Seahawks were marching down the field, and they got a turnover from yeah. Geno Smith, and then got it back, and they marched and they started scoring. And I think at that point, Seattle started making mistakes. The 49ers started rolling, and that was it. They yeah. rolled them. So, um, look, that's what you expect from a rookie quarterback. Yeah, especially a quarterback who was not supposed to be there anyway, yeah. playing. 
But well, don't but don't cry don't cry for the Seattle Seahawks. Yeah. Their first round's looking sweet. They have they a, got the fifth and they, they got, got the twentieth coming up. So don't worry about them. They'll fill a need quick based on oh, the yeah, trade of Russ. Oh. Trading Russ is paid off dividends. Oh, they're gonna get themselves a good player in this year's draft. Of course they will. Because Two good of, players. Because of that because of that pick. And they have the fifth, so they yeah. can play with that. If they got a team that wants theirs, they can get even more for it. Yeah. Like they don't have to just like do it. They can hold it and a quarterback give it a hungry team, maybe trading up for Stroud. Boom. They, they, they don't need a quarterback. Yeah. yeah. Oh so, well, well not really. Gino's they got Gino. stop gap right now. They got Gino. Yeah. Okay. So let's go to our divisional prediction, shall we? Yes. So we got we're we're Saturday here, but we got we got Sunday here, which is Saturday over there in the yes. Northern Hemisphere. So mm-hmm. we have two games on Saturday. Mm-hmm. So I believe one of the games is going to be... So tomorrow we have the uh, first, uh, Jags versus the Chiefs. Chiefs. Let's talk about that. I think uh, the Cinderella run comes to an end for the Jags here. Um, I think Trevor will show a little bit of fight. Um, what I've liked about the Chiefs' defense, which, is, which has been spotty overall, has been their pass rush. Their pass rush has really improved from last year when it was just it didn't really show up that much at all where whereas this year it's really been terrorizing a lot of opposing quarterbacks so i think they're going to pray down and their offense we know what their offense is going to do so i think this is going to be a two score game two score game yeah. okay all right so the chiefs okay so i i i i think the run ends for the jaguars as well but i think you saw what the jaguars did over off season they added Evan Ingram, ex-giant Titans have a monster year. They yeah. added in Justin Kirk. They added in Christian Kirk. Christian Kirk, sorry. They added in another another wide receiver as well. Um, was, I believe it was Zay Jones. Zay Jones, correct. Yeah. And they also have Roy uh, Jones Jr. Marvin yeah. Jones Jr. So they added weapons for. You know who, I, who, who I've loved about to. the Jags this year, Travis Etienne. Okay, yeah. Since that's a training back. Robinson, right. he's been the right. starter, and yeah. coming back from a list, Frank. Yeah. He had a list frame fracture okay. straight out of when he was drafted. Yeah. And he's flourished. Okay. So you have that. So that gonna give Lawrence some weapons to throw to. The key for the key to make it close, I still don't give a Jaguars chance, but to make it close, they have to keep Mahomes off the field, obviously. Yes. They have to also protect the ball. Yeah. If Trevor Lawrence throws four, it's game over. I don't think that's going to be a situation no, where Kansas City will get back. It, it, the, right? the Chiefs aren't choke artists like the Chargers. And there's also the interesting play. Because you got Todd Peterson, Doug Peterson, connected Andy Reid, was part of the chief staff years ago. You know, a bit of the camaraderie there, so yep. it'll be a chess match there. Uh, you know, the defense of the Chiefs might get challenged here if you get the receivers down the field. I think well, the secondary, secondary, secondary is very yeah. suspect. Yeah, they're secondary suspect. Very suspect. So this is not gonna. This is gonna be a, a an interesting game, but I think the Jaguars will lose. But I think it'll be less than less than two touchdowns. Yeah. All right. Next one. Next one, we got Giants Eagles. Of course we do. We got another another third appearance, third battle between yep. rivals in the division. This right? is going to be a big game. I feel like um, it pains me to say it, but the Eagles are just too damn deep. It's They're just too damn deep. If you look at uh, the Eagles, they've been very good at stopping the run when uh, Jordan Davis is playing because he'll run as a three-tech and he'll just devour any opposing running back. It doesn't matter the offensive lineman um, in front of him. Be it as it may for the Giants, their offensive line has been a bit spotty this year. Even though uh, a certain Evan Neal hasn't really been developing as expected so far, I think he'll be good. Andrew Thomas has really been that one saving grace. 
Um, so if Jordan Davis is playing, that neutralizes the Giants' biggest strength, which is Saquon, run it up the gut, and just keep running. And especially since Daniel Jones relies on his feet as well, so they're going to force him to beat them with his arm. And you look at the linebacking core, Hassan Reddick has been had a great year. The secondary, Darius Slay, they're, they're a sick group on defense. Not even to mention that offense. The offensive line is the best in the league for the Eagles. I can't believe I'm giving the Eagles praise right now. Their offensive line is fantastic. I want to praise yeah. you like yeah. I should. <laughs> their, their offensive line is the best in the league. Their weapons, Devontae Smith, A.J. Brown, Dallas Goddard, Miles Sanders, Jalen Hurts has so much weapons. So, what is your verdict? Giants lose this one. If Yes. If Jordan Davis is playing, I feel like this is going to be a close game. It'll mm-hmm. probably be, I think, it'll be 24-10 uh, Eagles okay. if Jordan Davis okay. isn't playing. Right. But if he is, I feel like this is going to be 24-35. Okay. So, to the Eagles. we know that the Eagles won both games. They throttled them in New Jersey, and then, but the Giants almost came from behind with a whole substitute group and yeah. almost beat the Eagles. Yeah, um, I think there's a lot of factors here, and I'll break it down. For me, it's what the defense does against Jalen Hurts. Jalen Hurts is still injured. Yeah, and it's his throwing shoulder, and I just don't see Jalen Hurts trying to run like he normally runs. He will. I will guarantee he'll avoid running in the middle of the field because that's what he does and pull him a homes, run to the sides, get away from it. Because if he gets hurt, that's going to change things. That changes the complexity of the game. Um, I don't know if that's going to happen, but they have to limit Hurts from getting open in that regard. You got the wide receiving core. They're not going to stop everybody. But if they can do what they did against Jefferson and limit limit how much, you know, how many, how many receptions for how much, if it's not going to be yaks, Every time they get the ball and run down the field, then I think they can keep it close. Mm-hmm. Daniel Jones is going to be running for his life because unlike Minnesota, you're right. This this the this Philly defense is stout. Yeah. He's going to have to use his legs and use them smartly. And Saquon's going to have to run. If he runs for over 100 yards, the Giants have a chance. But I don't know. I think the Giants lose, but I think they'll lose probably by a touchdown. I'm going to say tw- I'm going to say it'll be let's say 30-23. I think the Giants could potentially put some points on here. Yep. But I'll say the Giants probably come up short. Next game we got coming up, Bengals. That's Bills. on su- that's on Sunday, and will be Monday here. Yes, um, I think the Bengals will keep this one very close. I think they will keep it very close. Um, I think it's may it might be recency bias, but there's something suspect about the Bills. Like when you know that saying, when people show you who they are, you that's who they are. Mm-hmm. The Bengal uh, the Bills showed us who they were. Um, may have showed us who they were against the Dolphins where they played with their food they looked past their opponent but are they going to be doing that this week? Who knows Um, but I have a feeling that they'll still pull this out I think it'll be a 31-24 Bills win Okay, I'm going to go against it Okay, I'm going to say the Bengals have a very good chance of winning this game and I think there's a few factors here I believe that Josh Allen's not really... He's had a shaky season. He's a very inconsistent. I think the Bengals' defense is slightly better than the Bills' defense. I believe that 
they're going to force Allen to have to make some really difficult decisions that might lead to some turnovers. Yeah. I think that, you know, the offense, obviously, Bengals offense with Joe Burrow can move the ball down the field. And I think Buffalo's, like, secondary is also, to me, very suspect. I think overall it's going to be fairly high scoring, but I think the Bengals will win, I think, at least by two touchdowns. Also, the saying, I got it wrong, it's when people show you who the, who they are when believe you them. believe them. That's believe the them. saying. That's it, yeah. That's the saying. And I do sort of maybe believe the, the Bills here, All that right. they might be a little bit fraudulent. So, I'll be wearing my giant... Jersey, my man, play, uh, Eli Manning jersey. Getting well, we ready got for, one more. We do have one. We more. We have one more actually. Cowboys. Yes. Oh, that's the big one. The 49ers. We were here last year during this time. Oh, another and, divisional last year. Oh, and when that the Cowboys. Day, oh, that was the wild card. That was the wild card, the, and the Dak alleged, was gonna the alleged steal. Oh yeah, Dak was gonna do. You know, was trying to stop the clock or trying to. He yeah. ran and all. When the, when the referee mess. ran in to actually set the ball. Right. Yeah, yeah. He and said all the oh, Dallas yeah. fans were cl- yeah, cl- yeah. clamoring. Okay. Oh, it's an absolute steal! But that was then. This is this now. now. So and we now have. I mean, look, there's already there's already going to be I'm gonna, Cowboy fans throwing their hands yep, up, right? Yep. They've had, the 49 had two extra days. They played yep. on Monday. They have to fly to San Francisco. Now they're going to be tired. You know, all this stuff. So, no complaining. Let's just let play. Me, let me say this. Do I... Uh, this is going to be the biggest test of Brock Purdy's career. The, the If he was struggling in the first half against the Seahawks, the, he's going to struggle a lot against the Cowboys. So he's really going to have to rely on a power run game, which the 49ers have. But if the Cowboys can zero in on that, I believe they have a good shot at winning this game. That being said, history history is against the Cowboys here. They haven't made the past the divisional since that last Super Bowl win. Yeah, 95. 95 with Barry Switzer, with Troy Aikman. With Playmaker. Yeah. So, it's a tough one. I believe both teams are pretty equal on paper. Who wins? I believe that the 49ers will do it again. Mm-hmm. It's going to be very close, though. I'm going to say 20-17 to 17 wow, 49ers. Kind of okay. So, I, yeah, I, I, too, think that this is different in the fact that the Buccaneers didn't present a threat to the Cowboys because they couldn't run. We talked about that. The 49ers can run different ways. They'll get McCaffrey. They'll get Mitchell. They'll get Debo. They will do you know, Kyle Shanahan, whom we talked before the yeah. podcast, who you praise. I believe. He, Absolutely. The, the deity of offense I himself. Believe, I, believe he's an, I believe he's one of the best right. coaches so in football. He has a way of. He has his flaws, but I believe he's one of the right. best coaches in football. But he has these offensive schemes that I think will slow the Cowboys down, that'll, yep. that'll make them misdirect. And so they have to sort of nullify Micah Parsons and that front that front four. Yeah. I think on the offense, uh, the defensive side, the 49ers are just as stout with their front four. So they're going to have to try and get in Dak Prescott's face. Speaking because of the Cowboys. I mean, the yep. Buccaneers didn't get near Prescott, yep. really. Speaking of the Cowboys' offense, I believe that if they can zero in on Tony Pollard, 
they can win the 49ers. Yeah. Because Zeke hasn't done much of anything. No, he's this more year. of the he's more of the short yard. He's more back. of a name now. He's more of the short yard is yeah. back. Tony Pollard's doing the most of the work. Tony Pollard is the feature. But then they look also But if you that, get it out to C D Lamb, who knows? I know what I'm saying, who knows? I mean the, the Because the, the 49ers secondary is eh, a little well, bit. That's every secondary, but they're gonna be tested with, yeah. with the receivers. And you know, T. Y. Hilton had a good game. Yeah. So let's did. not forget that. But that All was against the Bucks. But I will I will, but I will say that the 49ers will win. I think it'll be. I'm gonna. I'm gonna go 27-20, and we'll see what happens. Also, there. an unnamed uh, symptom. If the Cowboys uh, it, uh, of this playoff, a sort of playoff run for the Cowboys, I'll ask you the same question that a lot of people were asking you in 2019 when you beat the 49ers in a playoff game: Is it really worth it? Because you're gonna have to deal with still Mike McCarthy and Kellen Moore holding you back. Mm-hmm. Is it really worth it? Okay. Yeah. All right. So. We're going to change gears now, do a little basketball, a little NBA, big, little, or no deal. Uh-huh. So we had the Celtics recently beating the Warriors, sort of a rematch from last year's NBA Finals. Big deal, little deal, no deal. I think the Celtics, I was pretty, a little bit concerned about the Celtics going into this year because of the upheaval around... Um, I just Ime Udoka. I, Ime Udoka's it, yeah. uh, infidelity and how that would wrestle with uh, a locker room that's been known to be unstable mm-hmm. at times. But but nope. they've really played like the best team in basketball, mm-hmm. and there's a main reason for that. Jason Tatum has played like an MVP candidate in a year filled to the brim with MVP candidates. Yes, um, he is. Re- he recognized that his efficiency issues cost the Celtics the championship last season. Mm-hmm. He has been so efficient mm-hmm. this year. He's putting up high numbers with much less volume. So this game, back to this game, was it a big deal, little deal, or no deal? I think it's a big deal. You think it was a big I deal? I think it's a big okay. deal. The Warriors are beset. Atrocious on the road. Are beset. But atrocious on yes, the road. Yes, and they are bad on the road. Um, the only thing that's really holding them up at this point in time is Steph Curry mm. and uh, yeah, Draymond, played, and Draymond when he plays really good defensively? Yeah, yeah. I will say it's it's hard. I'm torn between big deal or little deal. I think I, I'm going to say on both sides, and I'll explain it. I think it's a big deal, a win for the Celtics there because it was a, a psychological win. Yeah, because the last time they met, obviously it you know that was it. Game six was in Boston, and it wasn't a game seven. And the, and the Warriors got to celebrate on their their court. It's it's little in the fact of it's they're playing the Warriors, and by all you know, by all accounts, um, the way things are shaking out, who knows? They might not play. They may not. You know, I, there's a good chance that Boston gets to the finals. We don't know about the Warriors. They may not even. We don't the, know if they the, see each the other. Warriors the Warriors might might be playoff a uh, play in. Right. So we don't know. So I think it's for me. It's both sides of the fence. I think it's one or the other. Yeah. All right. Next one. Moving on, I got this one. Ben Simmons putting up zero points against the other night against the Celtics. Big, little, or no deal? That's a big deal because right now you don't have Kevin Durant. Uh-huh. Kevin Durant's out again, and so when he's out, the Nets struggle. Last time he was out, they were five and sixteen. And let me just—I'm just gonna—I just found Ben Simmons' stats because thank God for the internet. It's always right in your face. Let's look at the last games. So at Utah. Six points. Phoenix, seven points. Uh, San Antonio, ooh, ten points. Nope, got no points in OKC. 
maybe they didn't play because there's all zeros there. Uh, zero points in Bo- against Boston and only took three three free throws. Four points in Miami. Six so overall, right? He's they're net span seven point five points. That is horrible. I don't know what's going on. It's got to be a mind over matter thing for this guy because he's capable of scoring more and they actually need him to score more. This is just sad to see. This is really sad to see. Yeah, they got I, I would, They're I stuck would, with him. I would love for Time Machine to be commercially available so I could take myself back to the innocent times of me in, what, year nine where I thought this dude was going to be the best player in the league. Oh. Like, seriously, he cannot shoot. Defenses will just stack the box and the paint against him because they have no KD for him to kick it out to. It doesn't matter about the fact that he can play make it a, an elite level and defend one-on-one at an elite level. If you We're in an age of score ball. If you cannot score at all three levels in this league mm-hmm. or do one thing effectively, offensively, like Giannis, or one or two things effectively, offensively, like Giannis... You will not succeed. It's as simple as that. All right, moving on. All right, so we're gonna we're coming to the end of our show. Uh We've been blathering on about football. So a few things here. Congratulations to LeBron James. Yep. Who just crossed? Who actually crossed thirty eight thousand plateau recently and only has about two hundred something points left to go. I have some. Things to say about this. What? I what? think once he passes Kareem, I think it's inevitable. We have to accept him as the greatest player of all time. Well, I, I, don't, I, I don't think I anybody believe, would accept that. I, you score the most points, you are the greatest. I, yeah, I believe until somebody else scores that. I, I believe once it's done, there's no two ways around it. You you have to accept him as the greatest player we've ever seen. Okay, all of right. All time. The next one is congratulations to the Spurs. For breaking the single seat, single game attendance at sixty three thousand three two three, and this was in the Alamo Dome I'm glad, where the Spurs I, used I'm, to play. I'm glad the Spurs are actually getting people to show up to their right job to break a, right, but to break a home record, not to watch the Spurs play because God knows who's playing on the Spurs <laughs> right now. So that was a record they that people a, want to be part of at the old Alamo Dome where the Spurs used to play before they moved to the ATP. They got season. a bunch of UPS drivers playing for them right now. Oh, well, It's okay. a tank job for Wembenyama. All right, and congratulations, 500 goals to Steven Stamkos. So he joins the 500 goal club. One of the great players uh, we and great forwards we've seen in the last decade. Uh, was seen as a choker for a couple of years, to th- paging 2015, 18, and 19. Yep. But... Smashed it with two straight Stanley Cups, almost three peated. Almost, and they didn't quite get they're there. They're still a cup contender. Yeah. That's scary. Yeah. And also around this time, five years ago, the miracle at Minnesota. This was pre Kirk Cousins. <laughs> this was before oh, Kirk this was Cousins. Case, this was Case this Keenum. Was case, literally the law of right. averages, Keenum. And this was Minnesota with Zimmer, Mike Zimmer, Zimmer. the defensive guy against the Saints, who. Saints have had a with, Saints have had a history of that stuff. But Sean Payton, they win 29-24 on the Miracle Minnesota. But obviously, history was against Minnesota because they technically could have been the first team to actually host the Super Bowl having yeah, played there. But that didn't is, happen. But this was Minnesota. They can have no nice things. Yeah, but the week after they got they got pummeled by Philly. Throttled 38-7. So yep. that's it. That's yep. it for our show. Yep, that's it for our show. Uh if you come from TikTok, welcome. welcome. We do this thing once a week. Where are the questions? 
Where are they? Have you checked the email? It's bone dry. It's bone dry. Okay. Nothing. They know more. People know more than we do. Send them in, please. Okay. Send all your questions in, and we're still teasing this. We may have a big announcement coming very soon. You'll just have to wait and see. You gotta wait. But until then, we'll see you next time. Adios.